Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of In My Shoes, a podcast for women of color about the issues that we face every day, even if society doesn't realize that we're working through it. I am your host, Karen Davis-Thompson, and today I have two lovely ladies with me who are going to help us continue our The Skin I'm In series on colorism, and so we're going to be talking about it from the Lighter Skin Sisters perspective, and so with me today I have Amber Davis and LaToya Hayes. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. And so I'm going to give you a minute just to introduce yourself to our audience and then we'll get started. So LaToya, why don't you start? I am LaToya Hayes. I am a wife, a mother of four daughters. Okay. All on the shade spectrum. (laughs) Okay. Also, I am one of nine children again on the spectrum, darkest (laughs) to lightest. This is a subject that I do have experience with. But before I get into that, congratulations, Thank you so much. Ah! So excited. You know, a dream come true. Yes. What what else can we say? I'm going to call you the dream girl. (laughs) Okay. So uh, wife, mother, um, definitely see colorism. And um, did you want to know an experience? Um, yeah, we'll get into it a little bit. Just introduce yourself. Oh, and I'm a registered nurse by trade. Okay. And I am happy to be here. Thank you so much. And Amber, just a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Amber Davis, and I. She's my sister. She's not going to tell you that. <laughs> go ahead. I wasn't going to mention that, go ahead, but go hey. Ahead, go ahead. Well, since we're mentioning things, my name is really Amber Connage. My sister forgot I was married. Oh, my bad. But yes, still yes. new. Don't still forget. New. But my name's Amber Connage. Like she said, I'm her sister. I'm very proud of her. We've all been discussing our dreams and different things we want to do. And in the last year, we've all decided to really take it by the head. And she's the one who's really been doing this thing and really trying to make this work. And I'm so proud of her. Thank you. But um, as she said, I um, am from the lighter complexion. Um, Our family has a little bit of a different shades and our family, not as much perhaps as Latoya, but um, we do. And I have lots of experience with it, being from the lighter complexion. Also, um, my day job is I'm a manager at a local DMV here in the um, city we live in. And that's about it for me. I'm the youngest of four girls. Oh, girls, yay! (laughs) That's not true. I know you guys don't believe that. Okay, so thank you so much. We'll get started. So, LaToya, let's start with you. So, just let's first start with your experience with it, with colorism and being in a family where you said there are all different shades on the spectrum yes what was that like okay so I am from a very small town in Louisiana north Louisiana nowhere near New Orleans when I say I'm from New Louisiana everybody just assumes New Orleans no very small town in Louisiana very country very um, separated as far as races and still is the races are still separated um, probably only about 2,500 people in the town and I do still go back to visit um, though I did lose my dad who lived there you know I have been there within the last two years mm-hmm. so not a lot really changed on that front but as far as my own experiences and you know, with colorism. First, my mother is a very fair-skinned black woman, and then my dad is a dark-skinned black man, Mm -hmm. both black. But the question that I would say I get the most is, before asking my name, before an introduction, but what are you? And then if people wanna be even more direct, and they have been, which one of your parents is white? Uh, neither one of my parents are white. Both of my parents are black, just, and my response would usually be, 
you should educate yourself on being black in America. Mm-hmm. And you would know that some of us just, you can see the evidence of our past, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and it's right. not from a loving interracial relationship, which, you know, most likely in my case, that's probably what it is because, like I said, both of my parents are black. Mm-hmm. So um, hearing that, what that does is just kind of points out that you're different. And I don't know if it's just so that that person can put you in the box to treat you like people that they say are mixed race or whatever the case may be. I don't know why that question would be important and why who are you, where are you from wouldn't be, you know, more important. But that is where we live. And that's unfortunately what happens. Um, I can tell you that. In school, and I even had an elementary school picture, I almost sent it to you (laughs) where you could see. I am smack in the middle. You have whites on this side of me. I'm going to send it to you just so you can see it. You have whites on this side Mm -hmm. of me. I'm here in the middle. And then this side are the other black kids in the class. I looked at the, uh, it just so happened that my brother sent sent me that picture in in our group message. And I was like, wow, was it even, because I certainly do not remember. It was in elementary school. Mm -hmm. I was probably six. And I don't remember, you know, that particular experience, but to see it visually was like, what? So us kids, it was seven of us growing up. Mm-hmm. Now it's nine because after I graduated, my mom got remarried and had two more children, but seven of us growing up and all of us were different shades. I have one sister that's older than me and we're all a year apart. Mm-hmm. So basically seven children a year apart, you know, all different colors never can I tell you was um the color of my skin addressed in my home in my family my grandmother had nine children Mm -hmm. again all on different um shades of the you know blackness spectrum and none I, I can't remember in my family where my skin was you know pointed out or mm-hmm. made different. However, kids on the playground outside the house, you get the the red one, the brown one, the dark one, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And that was strange. But then again, it wasn't something that was hurtful because these were other black kids and it was just like a descriptor. It was like, okay, the the red one, the black one, which okay, red, that seemed weird as a kid because we are very focused on the actual color Color, and I thought that was silly but whatever you know (laughs) and you know you just keep playing but it was only the it was only actually being asked you know like well what are you like what are what am I Mm -hmm. you know and I'm so I've always just identified myself just as black I'm black and I don't I've never really been um, an introvert, I'd say. So I would always be ready to, you know, step up and defend my blackness Mm -hmm. or myself against, you know, someone who would maybe think that I wasn't black because I am. That's just what I am. And it was my my family. So that has been my response to the what are you question or um, 
if my skin was pointed out as different was just I am black. That's it. Gotcha. Okay, and so Amber, what about you? So I know that um, in our family we don't have quite the the spectrum of shades, but you are probably the lightest out of the four of us. And just growing up, what did you experience or what did you see other people um, experience? Because I know what Toya is describing. I saw it on the playground a lot, or I've, I've known people to just, well, what are you? Or, you know, how is it that you just lighten your daddy? What, what's going on? So what did you either experience or what did you see other kids around you going through in terms of the color of their skin? Um, <clears throat> I know for me personally, Yes, I got the same similar question, you know, which one are your parents are white or are you mixed and things like that. But probably the most prevalent memory that I have is when I was younger in school, we did not go to school in the neighborhood where we lived. So it was a little bit, you know, strange. I was kind of a stranger when I went started going to elementary school. But the one thing that was weird to me is that people of my own race, black, would not want to talk to me. Um, I was lighter skinned. I had longer hair. Um, of course, they would you know, put me in this little bubble like I thought I was better than them. And this is crazy. We're talking about five, six, seven-year-olds. Um, but none of them really wanted to talk to me or spend any time with me. Um, so I was a little bit alienated from my own race. And for me, I wasn't going to just sit around in a corner and cry. So I embraced the people who were embracing me, which happened to be the people of another race, which were mostly white people. Mm -hmm. um, but the sad part is, is that I really wasn't completely accepted there either. It's like they was constantly reminded that, you know, we're only accepting you because you're not quite like them. You know, we are mm -hmm. accepting you because you are lighter skin. And that didn't feel good either. But it was at the time, you know, you want friends and you want people to talk to and people to hang out with. Right. And if one race wasn't going to talk to me, I was going to talk to the other. But neither one were being very kind to mm. me at all. Um, one wasn't accepting to me just, just because I was lighter than them as I could control that. You know, I couldn't. And then the other race would, you know, say things to me, you know, well, you're not like the others or you're not as dark as so-and-so. Or, you know, why doesn't everybody, y'all, like y'all hair feel like this? Or, you know, I would get questions like that, which were completely uncomfortable. But it was something that I felt like I should just put up with because it's either that or don't have anybody to talk to. Mm -hmm. So for me, that part was difficult. And I think that people in different shades experience different things, but most of it is all the same. It may be a different experience, but you're both being judged and talked about and said things, inappropriate things to you just because of the color of your skin, whether it's dark or light. So that's the experience I had as younger. And I had to grow up and kind of realize that for me, didn't matter the color of your skin. I wasn't going to put up with you talking about me, saying something about me. And you were going to have to accept me of who I was, you know, light, dark, black, whatever. You were going to have to accept me for who I am. And I think as we matured and grew up, you know, both races seem to get a little bit better, but um, the black race still is the one who embraced me in the end mm -hmm. better than the white. You know, no matter how much they would accept me, I was still black. So I was like almost seen as the token black friend. You know, we can put up with you because you're light mm. and your hair is different. So they thought. Gotcha. Okay. So Latoya, talk a little bit about what it was like. Let's say you were with some of your siblings who may be darker because, again, you had the mm -hmm. gamut in terms of skin color mm -hmm. what was that like would people assume that can't be your brother or sister because i mean it's just not possible i mean what what kind of types of comments did you get oh my goodness so i can tell you one time this kid i don't even he was a kid i was because i was going to say maybe he was he was a teenager mm -hmm. 
he literally asked my brother why he was so black because he saw my mom Mm -hmm. right Mm. why are you so black and that was totally offensive like are you serious why are you and he wasn't he was black Mm -hmm. this was a light-skinned you know black person but and I was a teenager at the time and but probably 17 or 18 and so my brother he was probably 12 at the time and he really did not know how to respond and um and I said he's black because he has a dad who is black you've seen his dad right and at this time I'm talking about my stepdad Mm -hmm. so I say you've seen his dad right um do we need to have a conversation about you know how kids can look like either parent or both parents and you know he kind of you know went on about his business but my brother I could see his face you know was just like well he just didn't know how to respond because uh, you're not equipped I wasn't equipped but since I was older I had had more experiences mm-hmm. and then also there was another time where this kid called my brother an African booty scratcher. Like, what? yes, <laughs> yes. You know oh what things, yeah. what kind of things kids say, so right? It. But um, I think he was an Asian kid. Mm-hmm. And we were, go- we were over there. We used to um, have these dogs, these chow chows. Mm-hmm. And this one particular family bred them in the, in the area, or at least my granddad knew him. So we'd go over. And um, so the kid was like Asian. And I don't know if he heard it on television or what, but just all of the sudden, it wasn't provoked. They were playing. And then he just called him an African booty scratcher. And like, what is that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is that? You know that <laughs> is that a real thing, you know? <laughs> But I think he just said that because maybe he saw it until I don't know. I just know that my brother jumped on him and kicked his butt and we <laughs> had to pull him off. It was crazy. And then explaining that to my mom, you know, and my granddad who was there with us, like, well, what happened? You know, I'm like, well, he called him an African booty scratcher and he just jumped on him. But it was directly related to the color Color of his his skin, skin, Mm -hmm. right? And so then again, you know, it's like an imprint on you as a child because you see, okay, like, why, you know, why did that happen? But again, I think it was just something that was stored in my memory and, you know, just, we just went on, you know? Right, right. And I know it's one of the things that, um, the last guest we had when we talked about it from a darker skin perspective and even what you guys are saying, I know sometimes maybe getting ready for this talk, it kind of brought up things that maybe you had yes. kind of buried yes. or had thought yes. about, or maybe you think, dang, they really were tripping cause I was lighter or darker right. or whatever. <laughs> and I guess it's stuff that maybe you've stored and then it's like, wow. Like it made me think back to what was it? Do the right thing. Remember that mm-hmm. movie where they talked about mm-hmm. it or whatever. So, or, yeah, or what was the other one with, with Spike Lee, uh, the jig boo and the one. Yeah. Lee. I think that wasn't in that. In was do it the do the right thing? thing? It might've been. Oh, yes, think so. so. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, so, and right. so it just yeah. made me think about those types of things. And I guess what do you all think is the reason why skin color I mean, we obviously, again, like we talked in the last episode, we deal with the racism on a daily basis just because we're people of color. And so you deal with it out in the community. But why do you think we do it amongst ourselves? Like, why do we as a people 
talk or segregate or make a big deal about lighter versus darker. It's residue. It's mm-hmm. residue left over from our past. Mm-hmm. You know, that is definitely how the slave masters would separate the slaves. Okay, if you're, and I think it's because if you are lighter, well, not only did you probably have a familiar relationship familial mm-hmm. relationship with the master mm-hmm. right but you were in the house mm-hmm. you were um so now you have the the separation of first of all you're probably the product of rape so i really don't think that's something to be envious of mm-hmm. but that definitely was a separation mm-hmm. of the slaves that were you know field work that were from Africa that maybe not yet Mm -hmm. because though they were in the fields does not mean that they had any kind of, you know, safety from, you know, rape Rape. as well, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but when you look, when, you know, of course you have, you, you look like it, they can see you, right? So you're separate. But if you have those features like mm-hmm. white, you know, cause now we got to discuss white supremacy, which is something that you never want to talk about, mm-hmm. which is something that when I respond to that question of who you are as an adult from people who sh- definitely should know better, that would shut the conversation down. Like, do you know the history of black in America, mm-hmm. that's just the because nobody wants to talk about that. Right. But that's definitely residue left over from our slave master relationship, relationship. You know, separation. Separation will always make a group weaker, mm-hmm. and now we've taken that on ourselves because that's what we grew up with. That's in us. Mm-hmm. You right. know, it's generational. It's ancestral. It's in us, mm-hmm. and so. To fight against that is a fight against it, against what's in you. So I think we have to rise above that and we have to, when we see it, because we can see it and we can hear it. When we see it and we hear it and uh, that good hair thing, Mm -hmm. that's another thing that comes out of that, you know. But when we see it and we hear it, we have to shut it down and we have to not become a part of it. We have to say, no, we're all in this together. Whether you're light or you're dark, you came from the same place as me and we have those basic experiences. We cannot continue to use that to separate us. And um, we, we, we just, we have to rise above right. it. Right. But and I think, th- go ahead. What, what you were saying about the residue, and I think a lot of times is they always, just like they thought you had it better because you were inside the house and outside. No way. But you won't believe how many times someone of a darker complexion, they're complaining about something that's the same scenario, but if you say something where you don't understand because you're light. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't have the same issue. You're light, so you have it better still than me. And I just don't think that that's a very, we have a different experience but it's all a horrible experience exactly. where it's also, it's hurtful. Right. So it doesn't mean that my experience is better just because I'm light, because that situation is just as hurtful as me as to what happened to you. To you. And I think that that is still coming from that mentality that you were Absolutely. talking about. Yeah. And I, I would agree with that. I, I've even heard people and I guess, you know, skin complexion or color is relative. I've had people and I'm, I'm a little darker than Amber, but I'm like, I was saying before, you know, I was what they call us the red bone or whatever, but I've had people maybe darker say, Oh, but you're light skin. And I'm going, yeah, no, I'm really not. I mean, (laughs) but but in their minds, because from their vantage point, yes. Oh, I'm light skin. And I'm thinking, wow, that's not how I would. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that it matters, but I wouldn't have described myself (laughs) as light skin, but okay. So I guess, again, it's like just really rising above that, as you said, and being able to know that 
we're all people of color. We're all black. Yes. We all need, we all have been, you know, we all come from that same experience mm-hmm. for the most part and yes. really being able to, to rise above that. And it's sad that even in 2020, it's still a conversation that people are having. Like I know you've got four daughters yes, and they also run the spectrum yes. in terms of color. And I know your, your daughter who is the darkest, I think yes. it was really difficult for her because if yes. you're the darkest in your family and then mm-hmm. people are like, well, how are you? Well, what? Mm-hmm. so what was that like in raising daughters and in, in a climate where it's not any better really. Okay. And they're trying to figure out their identity when people are pointing out the color of their skin. That is the most difficult, let me tell you, Mm -hmm. for me. Um, I was a mom at 19, Mm -hmm. right? So when my daughter was probably three or four, Mm -hmm. she said, Mom, and my daughter is chocolate and beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know? And she said, Mom, I want to look like you. And so I said, you do look like me, you know? And she said, no, I want to be your color. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be the same color as you. And so uh, I was just like, but I'm your mom. You know, you're a different color. I said, you're the same color as your dad. Mm -hmm. And he's beautiful. And you're beautiful, right? And so then, you know, it was just her heart's cry. She was like, no, but I want to be your color. Mm -hmm. So in my thinking, it was just because she's my daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm her mom. She wants to look like me, right? right. Mm -hmm. Not giving credence to what is inside of us and not the experiences that she's probably had. Mm -hmm. You know, me being her mom and being lighter skinned, I'm sure I don't have the experience Mm -hmm. that she has had. But in my thing, I'm going to tell you very honestly, I didn't go to that. I was just thinking she'll be just fine because she just sees that relationship of mother and daughter. Right. And Mm -hmm. she just wants wants to be that color because you're her mom. Oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh. That was a failure on my part. Mm -hmm. I should have recognized. I should have asked, you know is something going on, Mm -hmm. you know, like, because then later as a teen, I found out that she was being called names, Mm -hmm. you know, she was being called names in school, you know, monkey, you know, black, Mm -hmm. you know, all of this, you know, just something to tear her down. And she didn't tell me, like, Mm -hmm. she did not tell me until she was a teenager. And it was just one of those mom things where my two teen daughters were sitting at the table, and I sat down, too, you know, just to get in on their conversation. Mm -hmm. They were talking about beauty and blackness and their experiences. And my daughter, who is the darkest in the Mm -hmm. family, was saying, she was talking about the conversations that were going on at the lunch table Mm -hmm. at school, right? And girls were basically saying, no, literally saying they did not want to marry or have children with men who were their same complexion because they wanted them to be lighter, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a mom, I come in on the conversation and I'm like, that's self-hate. You know, that, you know, what did you say? Mm -hmm. Because now, you know, I'm thinking, you know, my daughter is going to be like, you know, I said no, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right? She's going to stand up. That is what I'm thinking, right? right? Uh And she said, Mom, she says, you don't understand. This is what I hear 
every single day, different groups of people. And it makes me question, you know, me, because mm-hmm. if they think that about them, they look like me, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody in this house looks like me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, but, you know, because, you know, again, I got my mom hat on. So I'm like, you define who you are. You Beauty is what you say it is. Mm-hmm. It's not what other people say. And trust me, you're a teenager now. You're in high school. This has a lot of weight right now. Right. It won't once you get older and more mature and you have more experiences. But in that moment, right then, I just needed to say, you know what? I just needed to listen Mm -hmm. because I needed to hear. Obviously, she's taking it in. She is hurt, like, in her voice. Mm -hmm. I knew that she was deeply affected by colorism. Like, oh, my gosh, you've let it in because for me, and and I know my perspective is different, and so I had to talk to my sister about it, Mm -hmm. who is darker, and um and I said listen this is the conversation and you got to talk to her because as a mom mm-hmm. I also knew that she couldn't hear it from me from you mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. couldn't hear it from okay. me so I had to find someone that she would listen to that had her experiences mm-hmm. that could bring her out of that and we have to recognize that as parents in general in a lot of different things mm-hmm. but for me to be so clueless when she was three or four and growing up and experiencing that, you know, because I should have done something about it back then, you know, she should have had someone back then Mm -hmm. that she could look at, that she could see herself through that could tell her, you know what, you're beautiful and you're going to come against this. You're going to come up against this. And when you do that way to prepare her, right. Mm -hmm. And that, is one thing that I wish I would have done differently. I wish I would have recognized, like, you know what, this is a real issue. But because of my own experience, and and really, truly, maybe even because of my light-skinned experience, Mm -hmm. I did not recognize. Recognize. And I'm sure part of you was hoping that, I mean, obviously, hopefully, we've come a a long way. Maybe this isn't going to be a part of what she has to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like I said, in the age we're living in now, you would think that we are past that. And clearly, um, you know, we're not, it, we're not, we're we, not there we yet. It's not. it's not something that we've been able to let go of. Right. Um, and I think that until we get to a place where we can say, you know what, it doesn't matter. And I don't know how we're going to get there because again, it goes, it, it goes really far back. It goes mm-hmm. deep. And it's just based on, like I said, how you're experiencing it. Right. For anybody to think I'm light-skinned, I'm just thinking. <laughs> but I think we have know. to say that it does matter. Yes. I mm-hmm. think we can't say it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We have to say it matters. Right. And let's have a conversation a com- about that's true. it. That's true, yes. So that Be- we can get past it. Yes. But yeah. I don't even know if we, because how old is your daughter now? 22. So this was years ago. Yes. Recently, I did a um, seminar on colorism at an elementary school. Mm-hmm. So this is a vast age difference, oh, you know. Okay. And and speaking to them, I asked some of them what they thought, think about their skin color, their friends. And one little girl kind of had the opposite. She was lighter complected, but she wanted to be darker. And she said that she wanted, she wished that she was darker. So I asked her, I said, well, why do you want to be darker? I said, your skin color is beautiful. And her point was that she wanted to be darker because so everybody around her 
were darker at mm-hmm. the school and mm-hmm. she wanted to fit in. Mm-hmm. So they still have this desire, whether you're light or dark, to be something to else because the they feel like they in. don't. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and they're all the same race, but she just wanted, she was like, I don't like being light because she felt like she was being singled out. And she felt like, which maybe she was or was not, but, you know, one little boy said, well, you're my friend. And he was darker. And she said, but you're only one person. It's just she really wanted to be accepted and to be darker just to be accepted when they're all the same race. Right. Right. And that's, yeah. you know, a 20 something year difference and they're still going through with it as elementary school age kids which is really sad Mm -hmm. what were some of the other things that you took from talking to them what what did they have to say about it um a lot of them um it was shocking to me especially within this age that we've actually had a black president you know we were talking about different things and they felt that they couldn't have certain jobs because of the shades of their skin elementary school elementary school Mm -hmm. yep and I said you know you could be president and one person was like me and I thought they meant me like oh wow big job and he was like as dark as I am no and I'm like no anybody can be president anybody can be the president of a bank anybody can own their own company anybody can be a mechanic anybody I tried to use a vast variety of you know of, of jobs but they felt like they couldn't work in certain things or they felt like dark-skinned people did this job mm-hmm. and that you know and some of them thought that dark-skinned people only did jobs outside and that's why they, they were dark because they did jobs outside. Mm. So they didn't want to do jobs outside because they didn't want to be that dark. Mm. So to me, it just was weird about that. It really needs to be something that's really talked about in a a whole spectrum. Just, you know, you can be anything and we think we're saying the right things, but we're missing something. Right. Mm. And I I guess maybe you never thought about it. President Obama is lighter skin. Uh So for a darker skinned child, it's like he's, black yeah. and he's president but he's lighter so yeah. maybe you have to be lighter skinned yeah, yeah. To be we president. thought it was something just because yeah, he was black and president black. but we have this little boy wow. who's thinking yeah he's, he's black but black he's me. right so that's still not possible for me mm. that's amazing mm-hmm. that yeah yeah well is there anything else you guys wanted to add anything you thought thought we should bring up that we didn't talk about no i mean not right here on the spot i'm pretty sure that we can <laughs> sit here and come up with the forever, whole yes sure. <laughs> anything what is it that you want people to remember the next time they see somebody who maybe um they're wondering their what do you, what do you want somebody to know so that we can start a conversation so that they don't walk up to you and say hey what, what are, are you? you I think I you want know. people to everything else has like a whole sequence of events you know with the active shooter you have run hide fight you when you are getting caught on fire it's stop drop and roll and I think that people need to stop process in their mind what they're going to say and then think about is it going to be offensive or is there a better way for me to ask a question sometimes it's okay to know that gosh you know what is your heritage or what is this but that's better than saying what are you mm-hmm. you know so if they would just stop really think about it and is it going to really enhance life itself for you to know the answer to this is it is it even worth asking Asking. is it does it really matter who she is or Mm -hmm. what she is as you would say exactly and yeah get to ask a person what their name is Mm -hmm. ask talk to them it's gonna come out Mm -hmm. you know and if i would what i would most like to leave with the audience is if you are of lighter skinned or of darker skin and you do have that um going on in your family Mm -hmm. you know address it talk about it and especially with darker skin tones because I know that there is racism there is colorism Mm -hmm. and they will suffer it more Mm -hmm. than if you you know 
are of lighter skin have the conversation validate the thoughts you know listen Mm -hmm. because it does matter it matters matters. differences do matter because differences make people feel different gotcha you know Well, thank you, ladies, so much for your time. Audience, we hope you enjoyed this episode of In My Shoes. If you want to hit us up with any questions or topics you want to hear us talk about, you can hit me up at kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that address is kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. We look forward to hearing what you have to say, and we look forward to having you join us for our next broadcast. Until that time, be blessed. Be blessed.